Brown Insider Podcast. Today I have a special guest, Emily Cano, and she is the director of PSEO at Crown College. So thank you, Emily, for stopping by. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So uh, what year did you attend Crown? I came as a student to Crown in 1998 and attended four years as an undergraduate student and then continued on for my master's degree after that. Okay. Did you go directly into your master's or did you take some time? I took a year off in between. I had got a teaching degree and then I didn't find a teaching job. So I worked at Crown and then they said that I could get my master's for free. So a year after having finished my undergrad, I started on my master's and did that coursework over the next few years while I worked here. Wow. That's really awesome. How did you get that master's? Um, How did you have that opportunity to, you said for free? Yeah, as an employee, they had a they have a program that you can get get college classes or degrees for a degree for free. So I I did it over. I took a two year degree and spread it out over three years and did some of the graduate classes on campus and some online. Okay, and finished with that. Neat. Is that similar to the GA? It is not. That oh. is a separate program. They actually okay. get paid. Um, they work a smaller number of hours and then get. Uh, they get paid for working like up to 25 hours a week and then get their master's free. This, how I did it, I was working full time and oh, then did the, the study on my own time. Wow. So. Wow. Um, so you got a teaching degree and then what did you do after college and after the master's? So I ended up staying at Crown. It was kind of funny because it was one of those things when my boss hired me, she said, I need you to commit to us for a year because she knew I had intended to go get a teaching degree. And um, okay. I've been here 16 years. <laughs> so wow. It didn't quite work out the way I thought it would, but it's been good. Okay, so. cool. Um, could you share a little bit about your experience with the Army National Guard? Sure. I, at the age of 28, decided to join the National Guard and went off to basic training and then became um, an officer through Officer Candidate School at Fort Benning, Georgia. And so then it's worked out great here because I'm um, now in the role of Director of Veterans also. So I work with all of our military students to help them get their education benefits. So I just think it's a for me, being in the Army, it's I can better relate and understand the students I work with who are also in the military. Wow, that's a very uh, unique combination. <laughs> yes. That's really awesome. The students I work with are very diverse because it's like I have the PSEO students, which okay. are high school students, and then I have some of my veterans who are in their you know, 50s, 60s. So Cool. So how did you become involved in managing the PSEO program at Crown? And uh, what were are some of the challenges that that has led to? Sure. Before uh, my current role, I was a director of program implementation. And so the dean of the online programs had come to me and said she really wanted to start a startup online PSEO again. We'd had it um, 2007 to 2009, and then Crown discontinued it and just had the on-campus program. So she came to me and just said, I really think we can help more students if we have it online. Hmm. And so I kind of did the research at Crown, like what what went wrong before when we had it? Why didn't we continue it? What would need to change for us to bring it back? So I got everything set up uh, administratively. 
Hmm. And then um, I left for a year deployment. And when I came back, they had my position as director of PSEO. And so then that was one of the things I'd suggested when I went through and said, here's how we need to do it to make it successful. Hmm. And so then I came back and um, then it was like I'm in charge of the admissions of PSEO and the advising and kind of see them through the whole process. But having that one point person for our families and students to talk to was one of the huge um things that went wrong before. And so that by having just me for people to contact has been a huge help for families. And I've heard from those who've had kids in our program before we had one person and now, and, and a lot of them are really, have said they're really thankful for just having one person to contact just makes it a whole lot easier. Oh yeah, for sure. I remember that myself, that, you know, cause you have so many questions just coming to a college and you know, it's it's a bigger step, and it's just who do I, how do I sign right. up, and how do I apply? Um, so that's awesome that you're yeah. you're there for those people. Uh, and so, did you th- know that your experience with the National Guard did that help you when you came back um, with leadership and taking that role? Yeah, um, and that's one of the reasons I had joined the National Guard was for that leadership experience. I think it was a little bit tougher to transition into that having been a student here where a mm-hmm. lot of the professors and the staff knew me as a student. So then all oh, of a sudden wow. to be a, a coworker or a boss of them um, mm. made it a little bit harder. So I had one person here tell me that that's kind of the reason he picked me and promoted me into one position is he he said, you have that National Guard experience. And so that made a a big difference. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Okay, so what are some common misconceptions or questions that people will ask you about for PSEO? Common questions, I think one of the most popular ones is, will my credits transfer somewhere else? Mm-hmm. Not all of our PSEO students choose to stay at Crown. We wish they would, but, <laughs> but um, they don't. So because we have the same accreditation as like the University of Minnesota, it generally is not an issue. There are some colleges that won't accept PSEO, but that's not that it's Crown PSEO. It's just PSEO credits in general they won't accept or mm-hmm. some colleges limit how many high school credits high schoolers earned um, while they were still in high school. Um, But, you know, I just tell students it's always best to look at the college if you know where you're going to go after Mm -hmm. high school. Definitely start there and check with them on what what credits will transfer and what grade you need. Generally, it's a C or higher, but some schools may have a different requirement for some of the classes. So that is the most popular question. I think a lot of times people assume the state pays for the books, but really the colleges have to pay for the books. Mm -hmm. And so we require that students return them at the end of the semester so that we can reuse them or sell them back. So they, students um, can get charged for books if they don't turn them in when they're supposed to. Why do you think PSEO is important? Well, for students, it's just such a huge advantage to get even if it's not a full-time thing for two years, but just some credits uh, to get it free, to save them time and money. It's also um, a great way to then get a taste of what college looks like. I talk with families quite often who are just wanting their kids to kind of get lightly step into college so they can just take one class and just Mm -hmm. find out, okay, what's the workload like? How am I going to handle this once I am full-time? Right. Some students are struggling socially, maybe where they're at in high school. So just to 
get away and come to the college scene where generally most students are more mature than high schoolers, mm-hmm. that really has an advantage for students. Mm-hmm. Um, for Crown, there's definitely advantages for us having PSEO because PSEO are kind of the cream of the crop. You know, they have a higher GPA and they're usually, yeah, academically ready for college. And mm-hmm. so they, I've had many professors say the PSEO students are their best in the classes. They're the ones who are there on time, who always have their reading done. (laughs) And so it's great to hear that support from the professor side of things too. Interesting. And I've always thought that's so ironic because PSEO is free Free. (laughs) and the other students are paying for it. Right. It's a little backwards. Yeah. Yeah. I know one benefit when I did PSEO was just thinking that these are classes I have to take for high school requirement anyway. Mm-hmm. And they're classes that are the first classes you'll have to take your first year of college and not having to take the same class essentially twice mm-hmm. and right in a row like that was huge for me. It was, right. wow, I don't have to, because you don't really have to know what you're going to major in at all because your first two years of generals are the same anyway. Right. But yep. yeah, that. That was exciting for me. (laughs) Yes. Double dip there. Yeah, right. What can students who are interested in PSEO start doing in their later years of high school to prepare for it? Sure. If they want to do PSEO their junior year, for sure, they need to start looking at at colleges or at Crown specifically for the application requirements because those who want to attend on campus would need to apply by March 15th of their sophomore year. Students who are a little younger than that, just really being conscious about their grades. Online, mm-hmm. you need a 3.0 GPA on a 4.0 scale, and on campus, you need 3.25. So some of these college prep schools um, or schools that have a you know really high focus and tough academics, mm-hmm. then it's um, that can be difficult mm-hmm. um, to obtain, especially if students are working part-time and doing all the extracurriculars. So really paying attention to their GPA would be one thing, but then after that, like I said, I think just focusing on the, the sophomore year, really start thinking about which school you want to attend PSEO and mm-hmm. and then get, figuring out the application items and doing it early. Because I get a lot of families who call the summer before classes start and they've missed deadlines uh, already. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. And then you can still apply your junior year and do it for one year. Yes. Correct? Yep. You yeah. could just come your senior year and plenty of students do that also. Okay. So. Yeah. And can, I've heard some PSEO programs even allow 10th graders in as well. So the state allows public school students who are 10th graders to take career and technical education classes at at the state schools, the community colleges and tech schools. Okay. So it's not an option at Crown because we're mm-hmm. not... We're not a state school, but uh, public school 10th graders could do that. And and they have some classes that would be more in the general education realm so that they could mm-hmm. get something, you know, that would be really useful, even if they're going on for a four-year degree. Yeah, that's really so. cool. Uh, so you're teaching some classes at Crown <laughs> this year. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Sure. I am teaching English composition to... 18 PSEO students. So what we did this year is we decided to have a few classes that are just for PSEO students only. And so I'm teaching a section of English composition. Okay. And that's been a lot of fun because as an advisor, it's helped me get to know my students better. Right. And um, 
I think for the most time, <laughs> most part it's going, going well. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I don't know if they enjoy English composition as much as I do, but <laughs> trying to make it enjoyable. So. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it'll rub off on them. and Yeah, they'll change their main yeah. to be English. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, so what, is your, what was your favorite thing about attending Crown? I really loved the smaller atmosphere. I think that's what really drew me to Crown. Mm -hmm. I looked at a few other Christian colleges because I knew I wanted to attend a Christian college. And I looked at some bigger ones and just um, really came back to Crown because I, I liked the idea of being able to get to know my professors and getting to know all the students on campus, really. If, if you mm -hmm. want to, you could get to know everybody. And I liked getting involved. I was very involved with um, athletics here. And um, okay, what sport did you play? Well, <laughs> I played um, soccer and softball, but then I did okay. the stats for um, baseball before we got a softball team and the basketball wow. team and then the volleyball team for a couple years. Wow. And then I was in the band for a year and a half. So and very involved. Did a couple missions trips. So yeah, there was a lot of oh. different things I was part of. And it just is possible at a school this size right. to do all of that. Yeah. So. That's, there's so many amazing opportunities. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So getting feedback from a program and then adjusting it is not always common in academia, uh, but you've done that with the PSEO program. So uh, how have you implemented changes? Sure. We wanted to be able to develop a a PSEO program that really fit. And because we limit our on-campus enrollment, really felt like that's where probably students, our biggest growth could be. Mm. And so we looked at, okay, um, we started off probably really with the homeschool, some of the homeschool co-ops co and met with them to say, you know, we have this PSEO program, could we offer classes there? But a lot of them have problems in that they don't have master's prepared instructors because our accrediting body is very specific about you need someone, the instructor needs to have a master's degree with 18 credits in the content area they're teaching. And so these co-ops just said, oh, we, okay. don't, we don't necessarily have that for all these classes. Mm -hmm. So then we went back and kind of, looked at our curriculum and how could we meet this need. And so we devised a, a program um, where we have what we call a course assistant, a CA, that is someone who has a bachelor's degree in the content area. And then they can be essentially like a tutor that meets with the students an hour and a half a week. So we work with a number okay. of homeschool groups that were already meeting weekly, and now they are able to get crown credit by meeting with this course assistant for an hour and a half, and we provide the curriculum to them saying, you know, here's the discussions, questions to talk about with them, here's activities to do hmm. each week, and then students submit their assignments and get all their grades essentially from that credentialed instructor so okay. that instructors online and you know kind of behind the scenes in a way and they meet with that course assistant face to face so that's would been that be course assistant would that be the professor of an online class or is that no most here? of our course assistants are um people usually they're people who are already working with the homeschool group and okay. most of them just have a bachelor's degree and okay. so and they've taught years a mm -hmm. lot of them have taught for years in the homeschool groups and so now they're I just see. using our curriculum to teach these classes so instead of teaching high school Spanish they're now teaching a college Spanish class mm. except like I said they're not most of them are not the the instructor of record because they don't have the master's degree Mm -hmm. So we are able to meet the needs of the homeschool groups and also meet the requirements of our accrediting body. 
Wow. So yeah, we've experienced huge growth and I've talked with many families who are just super appreciative of having that the option to do some face-to-face um, classes. It's, right. so it's, a, it's a hybrid really because they have some online and some face-to-face, but then it's also enabled some students to kind of gain confidence to take online classes. So they'll do that hybrid right. class for a semester and then they're like, oh, this actually wouldn't be so bad doing fully online. Mm-hmm. And so I have a number of students who then, you know, maybe do some at the co-op and some online or some, you know, students who maybe are in golf or something in the spring where their schedule just doesn't allow them to meet once a week face to face. And then they just switch entirely online wow. for a semester. So Crown has that flexibility with the the students that they can kind of pick and choose what what works best for them and their yeah. schedule. What a huge benefit for so many yes. PSEO students and high schoolers. Yep, which is because of that, it's enabled us to grow so much so that we only had oh, around probably 70-some students in the fall of 2015, and now we have over 300. So wow. it's it's been a, a yeah, lot of growth, but it's that's been really a huge, good. Wow. So Yeah. And I suppose you're just looking for that to keep going in the future, more growth of everything? Yep, definitely. I mean, there are more and more students taking advantage of PSEO. Mm -hmm. And so there are over 80 colleges in Minnesota that offer it. So there are a lot of options for them. And I have many students who take classes at multiple colleges each semester. So you don't have Mm. to just pick one school. Mm -hmm. So that works out well. If, you know, one, if we don't have a class someone needs, they can do some with us and they could go somewhere else or take an online class through somebody else. But yeah, we're continuing to offer new classes each semester online for our students and um, work with some of the homeschool co-ops or even Christian schools to be able to offer classes that they haven't been able to. Um, so expand our curriculum working with them. Hmm. So. Wow, that's really cool. Do you guys partner? What are some of the Christian schools you partner with? Yeah, we have a co- uh, high school in the San Francisco area that we work with, and okay. they offer a social entrepreneurship class. And nice. then we've worked with um, Southwest Christian in Chaska for many years. We've done chemistry there for years and years, and now we're going to start working with them to do social entrepreneurship and uh, concepts of personal finance. So they're going to offer some more um, business classes and then probably next year some math classes. Wow. And um, those are two of the main ones we're talking with some other schools and have okay. worked with some other schools off and on to offer some different classes as they have the need. Okay. Uh, well, Emily, thank you so much for your time and for uh, just being on the podcast. Yeah. Um, we're just so blessed to have you. So thank you. Yeah. Thanks for inviting me and I'm glad to share and answer people's questions if they have more things to ask about PSEO. So yes. Thanks, yes. Thank you. This podcast was created by students in the content marketing team at Crown College. To contact us, send an email to marketing at crown.edu or find us on www.crown.edu. All material copyright 2019.